In the great bowels of the internet, there are assembled the world's two most prodigious podcasters created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Joe, a chubby Italian nebbish with a slamming tan, and Gomez, a Puerto Rican, when convenient, who doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Their mission combine their love of all things pop culture to present the most important podcast on the planet. When their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Joe-Man! Hello everyone and welcome to episode 328 of the Call Joe Mez podcast. I'm Mez and my co-host as always is... I'm Joe from the Car Joe Mez podcast. Yeah you are buddy, how you doing? Gomez, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of Christmas mm. and mine was rather uneventful. But I did see some disturbing footage from oh, Christmas Day oh. that I would like you to address here on the Car Gomez podcast. Disturbing. What is happening? Gomez took the Christmas break and said, you know what I need to do? Make my daughter cry. <laughs> Gomez, who you all you guys think is Mr. Nice. What came came upon Christmas Day and he said, I'm not Mr. Nice, I'm Mr. Not Nice. <laughs> this is and fabricated. Then he, and then he proudly sends a video to all his best friends and says, This is when I made my daughter cry. Get ready for you to cry. <laughs> That's why I sent that. I want to see, I want to see who the Grinches were in the group. Well, you know, crying along. <laughs> you you knew who that was. <laughs> you didn't have to go very far, but Gomez, I need you to address this startling, harrowing footage from Christmas morning. No, Joe's being silly. It was a happy cry. We're going to Disney World, bro. That's a happy <laughs> cry. Woo! Disney, Disney. Gomez surprised his daughter. With a box saying, hey, we're going to do something really crazy and special for your birthday. Guess where we're going? And this little girl, number one, she guessed it right away. Yes. The, the box was barely open and she guessed it right away. Because <laughs> she saw the mouse ears. We had a box and we put a little jet blue plane. We put a little mouse ears. We put like little shit like that to see if she could guess. I mean, yeah. It's not that hard to guess. And and then it, it hits her that they yeah, that you're really going to Disney. And she just stood there absolutely frozen. And then the waterworks opened up. And Gomez I... just stood there to the side <laughs> saying, Cry, girl, cry. That is not true. I gave her a hug and a kiss. <laughs> I, she was standing there all alone crying. So I said, Oh, I gotta hug this girl. She's, she's there all alone. I can't have this. No, she was sweet. We didn't know how she would react. She's a little miss know-it-all. So we were wondering if she'd be like, I knew it. Oh, I knew it. Like one of those things. But uh, no, she hit us with the instant cry. It was very sweet. It was very nice. It was a nice Christmas, bro. That's what Christmas is all about. 
Spreading no. love. No, it's not. Christmas, Gomez, for you who not not indoctrinated to the way of the world and the water like myself. Oh, the water. Oh, I wish I <laughs> you, knew those guys' names like the fucking see, whale. You see, the water is about going to work. Oh, is it? <laughs> Christmas is for work. Who do you work for? Scrooge McDuck here. What are you yes. doing? Yes, I do. Actually, actually, as a matter of fact, yes. <laughs> oh, poor tiny Tim over here, bro. What's going on? This is unacceptable. You know, but but it's okay because they provide a holiday meal. So we Ooh, had. What you I, get? I, I got a scoop of lasagna and a scoop of broccoli. Got a fucking bowl of porridge, bro. <laughs> just moving along, throw that slop in a bucket. I love. It. I got a spoon. <laughs> was it a big spoon? It was, at least it, it was a serving spoon. Okay, but... at least it was a spoon. Fucking tablespoon. These cocksuckers. They told us, "Oh, we're getting caravas." So I'm like, "Oh fuck, we're gonna get Ooh. some like some chicken parm." And mm. you know, that's the first thing that hits my mind. It's like, "Shit, we're yeah. gonna get some chicken." Parm. I love that caravas chicken parm. Uh, they, you know, they brought in a spoonful of lasagna for for, for people. <laughs> Did they spoon it in front of you or did they just slap it on a plate and just hand out the plate? So the whole thing was like half the tray was meant for people on my shift and the other was for the next shift. So it was like someone had like pre cut everything. Cut it, so you went and like just took your your assigned spoon. <laughs> Take your portion and move on. <laughs> I love it, bro. Did you get a piece of stale bread to go with it? Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, this is sad. So you didn't, since you had this nice meal, you didn't, uh, you didn't hit up any like Denny's or anything like that? No, I was so full afterwards. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I couldn't possibly fit more. Oh my God. Did you get to enjoy any of Christmas? Like you were off Christmas Eve at least, right? You got to. Um. Right. That yes, was I Christmas was. Christmas Eve sad. I, I was off. Us. I was off Christmas Eve, so I, you know, continued my holiday tradition where I you watched, got to do it. Good. Yeah, I watched the Muppet Family Christmas, and I watched the He Man and She Were Christmas special every year. Yes. I've done that for, oh geez, over a decade now that I've been Love it. doing that. So I, I thought about maybe adding to that. Yeah, you year. had mentioned you might add some stuff. I was thinking maybe. Guardians of the Galaxy may get added in. I really enjoyed that, but I didn't feel the need to watch it again so soon since sure. it was just new. Yeah, um, I've flirted with the idea of watching The Grinch on Christmas Eve. I, I was, I was always that was always my favorite Christmas cartoon. Love the Grinch. Grinch. Yeah, you know, not the Jim Carrey movies. Like I don't care; those suck. No. I I'm not gonna force myself to watch them. But the cartoon TV special, yeah, loves me some Grinch. His little best. dog Max get to see his heart grow three sizes. Who doesn't love that? Like Gomez's decreases three sizes. He's just making children cry. <laughs> oh, we watched. Uh, we watched all the Frosties. We watched. There's a lot of. Your Frosty daughter was a big there. Frosty guy. She still. That's all she likes is Frosty. Really, when it comes to Christmas, she'll watch that new Grinch. That one that came out like 2018 or whatever. Like it's animated. That okay. new Grinch. And uh and then Frosty. 
She watched. She loves Frosty Returns with John Goodman as the voice of Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> John Goodman, no, like yeah. real big voiceover guy nowadays. It feels like a lot of commercial work. Very distinctive voice. So it's he's got a know, great voice for it. He absolutely, does. he has a good voice. So we did that. That was our Christmas. We didn't even watch a lot of stuff this year. Frosty. Yeah, I did. You know, for me, it's it's hard to get into a holiday because when you have to work, it's just part of your schedule and it is what it is. So it just becomes another day. I get that. Of course. I get that. Yeah, wake up, go to work, go home. Get ready for the next day. If if I really thought about it, I should have gone to Denny's just to see if they still had that pecan pie from Thanksgiving. Mm, get another pie for yourself, baby. Uh, yeah, just take a pie home. That would damn. Uber eats that shit right now. Let's go. <laughs> Get a pie. Yeah, I, I started using DoorDash. Ooh. Because How is it over there? It's a lot cheaper than Uber Eats, but I the fucking fees, man. Like I, I know it's I ridiculous. complained about this. It's just how do you how do you charge like an extra eight dollars and then say, Oh, we need you to tip on top of it? Like I understand you gotta charge a fee for your service, but if you're gonna charge, you know, a 30% upcharge like some of that should also include the tip right yeah right bro <laughs> yeah right These like people. if you if you say part of this is oh this is part upcharge service fee and then part delivery fee then why do i need to tip it because says right there delivery fee yeah but they're charging the fee they're not we're not we don't get that if we deliver but, something but they you. but they also charge a service fee so they there's like one big number but part of that is considered delivery fee. What? Okay, fine. That's like that's... when the when Ticketmaster charges the building convenience fee. That's not on me. No, that's it's on not, WWE bro. WWE renting out Madison Square Garden. Exactly. It's like the Walgreens, right? When they ask you, "Hey, you wanna you wanna donate a dollar to this charity?" Say no. Always say I no. Give, I don't give a fuck. Cause. They already donate. Now you paying them. They getting a the tax break. They pocketing that money. You're like, how could I say no to the kids? No, the kids ain't seeing that, bro. Save your fucking. Oh, would you change. like to round up to the nearest dollar for a donation? No, no I don't. I ever. Don't. I used to, but no. These people, they just they this do why not I pay with shit. a card because I don't know. I don't walk around with change in my pocket anyway. <laughs> So if we're rounding up, we're using our own roundup, Acorn or Bank of America, giving us our change back. I'm not giving it to nobody. Goddamn right. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, I did watch. I watched one Christmas movie this year, Joe. I watched. Hold on. I'm going to guess. You're not going to guess. It's a new movie. 100% <laughs> I'm going to guess. Okay, what is it? Spirited, starring <laughs> I Will mean, Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. Yes, I have seen that movie, but I did not watch it again. I will not watch that again anytime soon. I won't listen to it again. Nothing. Apparently, Fuck we that. were way off about this movie. If you listen, I hear people else. liking it, bro. I don't care. I, I don't I like. I, I wasn't very it, impressed. No, it, it, it wasn't. No, like I no, said, the music. Just... I can't tell. I'm still thinking of songs. I know the two songs I like, but I can't tell you any of the lyrics or nothing. No. Like, I just know it's Ryan Reynolds singing. I'm Something still listening trees. to the Anna and the Apocalypse You're soundtrack, right. though. Of course. 
It's been coming Dang up from, even in my random feed. I'm like, I, I'm happy about this. Love to hear it. Love it. I watched A Christmas Story Christmas. Okay. This is on HBO, I believe. Right? HBO Max it's on. Now, I'm not going to watch this movie. No, why would you? Why? Because the first one sucks. <laughs> a Christmas Story fucking... Who the fuck said? Who? I gotta know. Who the fuck is the person in charge that made A Christmas Story a fucking holiday must-watch classic? Because that person needs to be fucking fired. <laughs> because they needed something... Like, think about... Recent, not I mean that's not recent anymore. But think about the time when they started playing that all the time. What other what other holiday movies would they have shown? Right they before Elf, Grinch. like Elf, Elf is now a thing that plays a lot. Like that's like the new thing, Elf. But before then, okay. like there was I'm nothing. I'm happy about that. I like Elf. You know, but I think Elf is that, really good. Elf is great. A Christmas Story, it's okay. It's fine. It's good. I don't hate it. It's fine. But it's on all the time. It's very easy to just throw it on in the background. And it's tell on all day. Oh, the holiday classic airs for 24 consecutive hours. That's it. So you just leave on TNT and you go about your business, whatever it is. You're just eating dinner, whatever. So I just think that's that's what it is. I, I mean, I do know people do who love it, but it's okay. I, it's fine. I feel like people feeling like, you know, not an attachment, but like, of course, Christmas is watch every year. Uh, yeah, yes. and I, 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 it becomes a thing. The Grinch, watch... the Jim Carrey Grinch, is a thing now. Like well, people are trying stupid. to pretend that's a good movie. It's not. It's no. not. But there's the people whole... who grew up with it, so ooh, it's the whole good. Point of the Grinch is that even when he steals their Christmas, he cannot break their Christmas spirit, and they still show up and they sing their Christmas. Fahu Fores, Dahu Dores, welcome Christmas, you're a bitch. They still sing their shit. Yes, they do. He cannot break their spirit. And in cannot. the fucking movie, they're like, oh, motherfucker, where's our toys? But God damn it, where's our presents? The Grinch fucking broke them. He fucking took everything. I get it. That's, that's upsetting. It's not so good. So it loses the entire message. Sure. Well, I mean, when you're trying to stretch something, what is the Grinch fucking 25 minutes long? <laughs> <laughs> so now it's a fucking two hour movie. Jesus Christ. You know, it's just, okay, Jim, you got 90 minutes to do a hairy version of the mask. <laughs> Motherfucker loves being green, bro. <laughs> hey, you think you can fit that Cuban Pete thing in here about Christmas? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> It's just, just him sitting in the corner tapping a pencil against the desk. Cuban Pete, Christmas beat. <laughs> Smell my feet. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I could probably do something. Oh yeah, if anyone could do it, it's Jim Carrey. He'll make anything work, regardless. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Car Joe Mez podcast. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever it is that you're listening to it. Follow us on all the social media at Car Joe Mez. I hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas holiday. As you can tell, one of us did, and one of us simply exists. <laughs> Other than Christmas, how you been, bro? Oh, Slow terrible. week, right? Just chilling. 
No, How's it's... the weather up there, bro? Bro, it's fucking freezing. I think this it's freezing over here. <laughs> it's been in the 30s in That's Florida. That's crazy. I canceled my plans to go. I was going to go to Epcot for Christmas Eve. Yeah. I said I'm not going outside. I Sometimes understand. When, see, like when it's this cold, like I'm not built for the cold anymore. So the last thing I'm going to do is walk around an open air theme park in 30 degree weather. Like not happening. There are times where it is just simply too cold to go outside. Also, living in Florida, there is quite a few times where it is simply too hot to go outside. Sure. So I guess what I'm saying is the moral of the story is simply never go outside. Just stay inside. (laughs) Outside bad. (laughs) We have climate control ability on the inside, and that's probably where I need to continue to be. We were we were supposed to do something on Christmas Eve. We were supposed to go to some light show or something like that. But it was uh, 12 degrees in Pennsylvania. And with the wind, it said it was about negative uh, 7 or something like that. It was fucking terrible. I, I thought you were going to go to Legoland because <laughs> we got a, a friend of the show hit us up. Our double main man, Sunil. Oh well, shit! One eight seven. He, he baby. said he's been to both the Lego Lands in New York and in Florida, and he said they're both uh, the same. Okay. Except that the Florida Land has both Peppa Pig Land and a water park next to it. He said it's worth a day trip if you have preteen kids. So that's good because there's a small water section in the New York one, but it's New York, so it's not really like they're not really pumping up. Uh, a water park section. So that's cool. The Peppa Pig, she was a big Peppa Pig fan. Uh, she kind of grew out of it. She also got shown scary YouTube videos by her older cousin who'll be like, hey, look at this. And it'd be a Peppa Pig video. And then it'll turn into like a screaming thing or something like that. Little fucking punk. I <laughs> kick his ass. <laughs> I am. Um, I remember like when Peppa Pig was a thing. It doesn't feel Huge. like it is anymore. Uh, yeah, but I, I also that. don't have kids, so I'm not connected to that. Nah, I feel like it's like there's Bluey now. There's other things that are like mm. taking over as the main thing. I mean, obviously, it's still popular. I still see toys and everything. But yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I felt like good. it didn't have the staying power of like a Blue's Clues or a, a, Sp- a SpongeBob, which was massive for such a long time. But here's the thing. Peppa Pig's been out for a long time already. Like, it's over 10 years of Peppa Pig. But, I like, in my realm, I feel like it's been a long time <laughs> since I've, you know, that would necessitate a theme park attraction for it. Yes, I would definitely not think that a Peppa Pig land. Like, that's not something I'd be like, oh, my. But, I mean, obviously it is, right? It's, we don't know. I guess we don't know shit. For them to, but again, right? They build a Pandora. So, and speaking of, we got more follow up. Oh. Our, our, our other double main man, Eddie Bowman, oh, comes oh, through happened? not with one of his godforsaken lists to close oh, out the year. Imagine his 2022 list. Ugh. Oh my god! But he sent a picture just a few hours before we started recording. He was at a appears to be some kind of collectible store. And it's all Avatar collectibles. Oh, Action really? Figures. Uh, looks like we got some vehicle play sets here. Is it we like got... new toys or old toys? Like this, the new Avatar? This is very much the new Avatar. Oh, I'm telling you, I've been in Walmart. I don't remember seeing Avatar toys, bro. I'm like, 
So Maybe this the, the store he's sending this from looks like a specialty shop and not a Walmart. See, that's but what I'm saying. Like I'm, it is very I'm, much a collection of Avatar Way of the Water uh, products. You got the crab suit. You got the, the crab suit. That's crazy. Of all the accessories, the Metcayena reef. I did think the crab suit was pretty awesome. How they they did you know in the water like a crab submarine like that was cool. Radio controlled Akula, Shack oh. Sight Battle. That's the Ooh. crab suit again. We got Banshee Rider Natiri. Oh. Jake Sully in Reef Battle Garb. Ooh, Jake Sully. Gotta get one of those. <laughs> and uh Tonawari. Oh. Like I said, I don't know anyone's name outside of Jake Sully. So Well, Natiri, yeah. that's that's Zoe Sedano. That's the one. I know that. Yeah, one. okay. But still that's about it. They got, you know, as Eddie says in his tweet, he goes, Moich, they got Moich. <laughs> I've, I got to double check. I've, I've, I've been in Walmart within the past week. You know, it's Christmas. So I'm over there. And I'm, again, maybe I wasn't looking. Maybe I'm just like walking by and not paying attention. But I looked, I looked at wrestlers. I looked at a Power Ranger. I don't know. Maybe I just, but yeah, so double check. he saw a full end cap of Avatar toys. I don't know who's buying these. I mean, there's a lot of toys in that picture. <laughs> it's a, a whole lot of empty space. display. So there's there's obviously got to be some demand, but I don't know who those people are or what is wrong with them mentally that they would necessitate, uh, you know, the, the Coral Reef playset. Is there... Do we have Funko Pops of Avatar? No, right? Uh... Honestly, not that I can think of right, off the top of my head. I don't remember seeing a blue Jake Sully thing. I feel I would have like bought you a Jake Sully, bro. I would have returned to Jake Sully. <laughs> to go with your boots. Rick, hey, I, if, <laughs> if you guys watched, the the Major Pod vlog came out for the toy drive this year. Go watch it. Uh, it's YouTube.com slash Major Pod Network. It's got, I don't know, maybe... Uh, 15,000 views or so right now. Nice. But a lot of people are like enamored with my Rick Boog story. And I don't think it's that crazy. <laughs> because who the fuck? Who buys a, not even buy, who receives a free gift that says Rick Boogs it is, bro? Well, here's the thing. Not even so- Boogs. Rick Boogs would have took the fucking. <laughs> To on the place set, bro. Well, they they like they had the Mega Powers two pack. Yeah. John from Ringside told, said because I've never been to the warehouse before, and let me tell you, it's impressive. The just the scope imagine. and the size of it is just absolutely massive. But when we're walking to go do that one thing we shared on social media about me getting thrown into the boxes, as we were walking over there, I just see this one figure like happens to catch my eyes and. It's Rick Boogs. And I'm like, yo, who the f-? like I don't watch wrestling. I have you have no clue who that is. 100%. So I have yeah. never yeah. heard of Rick Boogs. Yeah, I get that. 100%. And this figure is just there, and he's got this singlet that looks like a denim overall. Uh yeah. You know, and it says like let's ride on the chest. And I'm like, he's got a guitar. I'm like, who the fuck is he comes with the guitar? Shit, yeah. This guy's <laughs> fucking awesome. Like he and I, I looked right at it, I think it was like Brian and Kinnick. And I'm like, who is Rick Boogs and how long has he been the champion for? And like, then people start explaining to me the whole day, 
you know, what even once we got out of there and we went to the show and we set up over there, like people like sending me links of Rick Boog's stuff. Like he's got old spice commercials, like just him shredded on the guitar to play Nakamura yes. his music. Yes, he did. He loves playing that Nakamura music. <laughs> like it's the first thing I ever saw that I thought Nakamura was good in. Whoa, that's what are we doing here? What are we doing? He's so, kooky. He's crazy. Rick Boogs is the maker of stars. <laughs> He's got to be coming back soon, right? It's been, it was well, after WrestleMania, so it's I, almost I, a year. Yes, at WrestleMania last year, he something happened and he blew, shit, uh, yeah. completely blew out his knee. But when they said, hey, you could have one, take any, you can't leave here empty handed. You can have anything you want in the whole warehouse. So, as someone who's not like a hard, I don't collect wrestling like I used to. I yeah. I used to be a big wrestling collector, actually, which I, I don't think a lot of people know, but I definitely was. But now I'm like, wow, you know, I do like that Mega Powers 2-pack. That's a ringside exclusive. And they have other exclusives, too. But And John's telling me, take one of anything. It's Christmas. You're not leaving here empty-handed. I said, well, I mean, all the different Macho Mans or Ultimate Warriors. But there's Rick Boogs. That fucking Rick Boogs figure was dynamite. And then you'll hear it tomorrow if you're a major podcast listener. Because I, I heard it early in ad-free today. Ooh. But Broski got his nephews the Rick Boogs figure. Or, or they got it for <laughs> Christmas. And he's like, you know, honestly, this is a really cool fucking figure. <laughs> it is. All the hands and shit. Like, it's awesome. So you guys who think like this is just a joke, it's not. Rick Boogs, I, I made like a little TikTok of the, the the whole moment where I get my figure. Rick Boogs liked it on Twitter. I'm very thankful to him. We're going to be best friends. I'm hoping to go to Access now. I'm going to take it to Access and get it signed. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> oh, You make a good tag team, I think. The two of you rocking and rolling, bro. I'm going to legally change my name to Rick Shoogs. Oh, I, I'll, I'll be the first one there to watch your first match. I'm gonna also. I, I'm gonna be the bassist. Oh, I love a bass. I have, I have a bass guitar upstairs in the bass in the attic. You could. Uh, what use. people don't know is I once learned to play one song on the bass. Oh, what song was that? It was the Bro Hymn by Pennywise. Ooh, it, I'm sure it's very simple. For my age group, if you were going to pick up a bass guitar, that was the song you were starting with and probably finishing with because it was not something you were going to stick with long term. But for, for a moment, you could say you played a song on the bass guitar. I love it. You know, and Ooh. Gomez, as I'm telling this story, I'm doing research at the same time. They call it multitasking. They call me Whoa. the maestro of multitasking. Oh, shit, and boy. What? Released this year, according to the Funko app, 2022, actually not even released yet. It's still status coming soon. Jake Sully, Funko Pop. Natiri, Funko Pop. Miles Quaritch, Funko Pop. Miles But here's the problem. It's like his white man human form, not his Sean Bradley on the Monstars form. I'm looking at them now. Jake Sully looks cool. He's got a little spear. 
There's a there's a battle Natari. That's cool with the face paint. Look at it. That. Actually, I, you know what? If I didn't know anything about Avatar or whatever, and I just saw this sitting on a shelf, like that one would stop me. I'd be like, "What the? Ooh, what is yeah, that? Very cool. toyetic. Looks like it might glow in the dark, maybe something like that. You know those colors. There's Ooh. even this one looks like a Pop Rides where it's uh, it's Jake Sully on the the little uh, the. F- like the flying dragon looking thing or whatever. I know. Do they have a name? I don't I, really remember. <laughs> and they don't really say it. They're just like, oh, fly that thing. Yeah. Attach your tail to that guy. Let's go. Yeah, I like how that's basically like the key to the car. You yeah. just got to have a ponytail. That way you can, you know, just hit the ignition. And the whale, that whale had his thing inside. Yeah. That's crazy. You got to go in his mouth to attach. That's wild, bro. So yeah, there that. are there are some Avatar Funko Pops that, that thank God they weren't released in time for Christmas, because I'll tell you what I really don't want in my house is a fucking Jake Sully. Everybody needs a Jake Sully, one of our famous characters in the history of cinema. Jake Sully, baby. <laughs> uh, so we said it was a little disappointing on the opening weekend, right? They were expecting like a massive uh, box yes. office. But how how did the second week go for Avatar? Did you look? I saw it was it was bad, but uh, it was uh, apparently the the whole weekend the whole week was bad. It was one of the worst Christmas uh, vacation weeks in a while. Oh wow! Where it did so badly. Yeah, it was one of the worst. Uh, it says here though. I mean, it's not terrible. So I'm it looking at this right now. Sixty three million. That's glo- not bad. Global box office. Is oh, it's close just to under a, a billion. Yes, yeah, like just under a billion. Yeah. Um, has become the third highest grosser of 2022 and the fourth biggest film of the pandemic pandemic era. Wow. That's I crazy. mean, the, the split is, it's still domestically still over $293 million. It's so just... that, that's not, but you're talking 662 on the road internationally. And again, there's nothing coming out for a couple weeks. People are still off. Maybe next. I mean, people were saying, you know, the movies weren't great, but also the weather. It was bad everywhere. Like, it wasn't just the East Coast. Basically, I believe California was the only place that was nice. I was just about to say, because, like, I know it's been cold here, but, like, cold isn't enough to cancel flights. And we're seeing a lot of news stories where, like, the whole air travel was thrown into chaos. Like. Southwest still has no flights in the air or something right now. It's insane. Where was this big winter storm that everything up and down the East Coast just got paused and brought to a grinding halt? They never said. They always said that we were going to get mostly rain. That it would be mostly rain. If it snowed, it'd be more northern. It'd be more on the northern side. Like, I know so, like, Buffalo if, is like... yeah basically under siege right now you yeah know, that, but that's that airport. but that's like the that's, way it was going that's up there yeah that's, that's up there. It's fucking Canada, i don't want to i don't want to say that that they're used to it because i understand it's like a, a historic storm but like at the same time like you live in buffalo you know what you're in for they're used to the cold they're just not used to that craziness of a storm but it gets cold up there they're used yeah. to that shit but like i mean for for this much chaos to be going on and i'm sitting there going but where is it Oh, people are just extra cautious, bro. 
That's this, but it's it's a disaster. All the reports this week of flight care. I just couldn't even imagine. Just trying to, I wouldn't even want to try. I mean, obviously, you do what you got to do, but the idea of getting on a plane Christmas time, Thanksgiving time, just sounds insane to me. Like that hey, is just. I mean, there are times where it's it's not bad. I've I've flown on these days before, and if it go, you know, it's like any other day. If it goes well, it's no big deal. The problem sure. is. Things are magnified around the holidays because you have a bunch of people who don't normally fly thinking that everything should be perfect because this is the one day a year that they choose to fly. And when it doesn't go perfect, everything is magnified because of the the holiday. I get that. Yes. I got places to go. I'll buy you a car just to get home, bro. Unbelievable. What a maniac. Uh, so that, I guess that brings us uh, to the point where we can close down 2022, Gomez. Sure. Fun year we had here, baby. Do we have some big end of 2022 music? I don't know. I'll find something. Yeah. Let's play. Uh, <laughs> What's the song of 2022? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, My pop music was up and down this year. And I was listening to the countdown, and I was like, oh, I know these songs, but I didn't make it to number one, so I wonder. But, like, Imagine Dragons had a hit. Dulipa had some hits. Uh, the number one song, I'm, I'm not sure, actually. I don't know. So when we were compiling our list for our end-of-year um, retrospective that we're going to do here today, I honestly don't. Listen to, I really, like, as I was thinking about it, like, I don't listen to really any music anymore. And this isn't new if you've listened to the podcast for a long time now. It's just, I when I'm in the car, I'm listening to podcasts. When I have extra time at home, if I'm playing video games, I got a podcast playing on in the background. It's very rare that I sit down and listen to a new record or a new album. Like, I heard about Ghost this year because Gomez played this on the podcast and said, hey, here's this spooky band, but here's the music they play. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on now? Oh, I listened to a lot of music, but I was just, I was being a new metal kid. Like, I wasn't really, uh, you know, listening. Obviously, Taylor Swift, I guess maybe a Taylor Swift song, but it came out late in the year. So I don't know if it would jump so high up. You know what I mean? Like, I figured something that maybe came out earlier would have the, the staying power. So I'm looking on, I'm on Billboard right now. They rank their top hundred songs and Billboard's not always the best. Sure, Um, but it's pop. It's just telling you what, you know, what, what listen to. So they have the number one song called Bad Habit by Steve Lacey. Really? I mean, it's a popular song, but I can't, that was number one. Really? Wow. That's I can't crazy. even tell you what that song is. Sure. So that, that shows song. you how how in touch I am with the current day musical scene. It was funny because this song, uh, it got popular and uh, got popular on TikTok and everything. And so this guy was going on tour and it was just these little these little girls coming to hear <laughs> this one song. And he was getting annoyed because they didn't know any other songs. They were only singing along to this one. And he was, like, having a rough time. He was like, this is fucking bullshit, bro. All the fans were complaining. They couldn't get tickets to the show because it was a popular thing. Crazy. 
TikTok. But I, I've never crazy. heard of him though. But that's you, baby, because you said you're listening to your yeah, podcast. But, but if you put on the radio, you would hear it. It's a very popular song. But even like I am on TikTok, I am on all these social media sites. Like if something hits, like maybe I don't know it, know it, but if it's that popular, I would have heard it at some point. Like heard Again, of it. But you don't but you might have you might know it. You just don't know the name of it. You might go, Oh, that fucking stupid song. I seen videos with that. Right, you don't like. Know. I see Beyonce is number two here. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Like, sure, yeah, that's right. Beyonce had an album come out, but I'm not. I'm not ever been a big Beyonce. She's okay. She's very I'm hit not. or miss to me. Yes, when she got a hit, it's a hit. The rest is like, it's all right. You know? Yeah, but uh, yeah, no pop music. Like I listen to the pop music station. We listen, but nothing really jumped out at me for rap. I barely listen to any rap this year. I listen to like artists I like that aren't so popular. That had new releases, but like I'm not really listening to uh some of these uh Kodak Black, like he's all right, you know, these guys they're mm. okay. There's not a lot of new, I'm not this old man. Oh my god, back in my day, the rap music just right now, nothing's nothing's jumping out, hitting me, you know. It's like everything's okay. So I've been mostly metal, 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 baby. Ooh, oh, baby, yeah, I love it. I wrote down some albums. Let me give you some albums I listened to this year. Hit me with some albums. Maybe I got to check some stuff out before uh, this podcast will drop on Thursday. That means I got three days to listen to it before the end of the year. Sure. So you mentioned Ghost. Ghost put out an album that was this year, Imperia. Delicious music. So good. Banger after banger. Delicious music. It's so good. Delicious in your ear holes. They so can't good. wait. They can't wait to feast on these tunes. Uh, one of my bands that I saw open for one of my favorite bands uh, dropped an album this year, and they've blown up. Bad Omens. They put out an album in February. It's called "The Death of Peace of Mind." I had tickets to see them a couple weeks ago. I wasn't able to go because uh, my wife wasn't feeling good. And it's in the city, so it's a fucking production to, you know, it's a whole fucking thing. It's not like it's, oh, let's just go see a cut. It's, all right, we need two hours to get to the city. And then, it, so it's a fucking production. So uh, I sold my tickets, and apparently one of their songs blew up on TikTok. Okay. And I made lots of money, apparently, for a show at Irvin Plaza, an Irvin Plaza ticket Wait, that I spent $30. I spent $30 on this ticket to see him at Irvin Plaza. And I made, like 400% profit bro That's not even a joke For like, Bad Omens? For Bad Omens A band I love I didn't know they were popular Apparently they're popular They, they did, They're on the radio a lot Of the hard rock stations and stuff But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean anything to me No it know? doesn't That's I, the station that, that, That's just It is what it is that, the, Those bands are always going Irvin Plaza For those of you who don't know Is a is a, like a little club in New York I mean yeah, it's tiny. one of the The main concert sites but it's, it's we're talking place. about a, a thousand seat building, maybe yeah, at the fifteen hundred. I was gonna say fifteen hundred at the most. Yeah, hundred percent tiny. It's a great place to see a show. It's awesome. A great little intimate venue to to watch a show. And I mean, I've seen tons of big bands there. System you know, of a Down. I saw that, bro. Whew, you know, they used to run uh, the what the local radio station would call Lodo shows back there. Yes. And you would get like maybe these three bands on the come up for like 92 cents because that was their radio uh, dial number. So like I got to see like Blink-182 before they were popular or 
the mighty mighty Boston's who you know kind of never cracked through that next level, but were yeah, still but like still a known band. Popular. They had a big hit. You know, you had a lot of bands like that who were you know kind of maybe just getting their first kind of radio play, and they play these shows, and then like two months later they were huge. Like it was yeah. just one of those things. But then you have some bands who never quite had that breakout, but they still have a solid following. They can sell out this kind of show. But for you to say some band is popular because of TikTok and now their tickets are going for 400 times the face value because they're just limited in New York, that's pretty crazy. It's, it was insane because I was just like, I guess I'll sell this ticket. I bought it because when I went to Mudvayne, they gave me, I got an email that said, oh, hey, thanks for coming to this show. If you go to another Live Nation venue, we'll give you buy one, get one free tickets. So I said, oh, shit, let me see. And I was like, oh, this is around my wife's birthday. We'll make a day of it. You know, we'll do this. And then it just, hey, money. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Christmas. The money. <laughs> so they blew up uh, real fast. Uh, motionless and white scoring the end of the world. Great stuff. Lorna Shore path r- remains. Woo. Good, that's more like death metal, that kind of shit. Was this Every like a big a year for for metal and and hard rock in general, or is it just you kind of just found your niche more so than with the pop stuff? Yeah, I think that's it. I think it's bands that I've been following put out new stuff this year, and I'm always looking. You know, if I'm listening to an album and they're like, "Hey, maybe you'll like this one," I go, "Maybe I will," and I'll listen to it. So you know. Ocean's 8 Alaska, Disparity, that was a good album. That was a band that I've always heard of, and I'm like, let me just listen to this. And I was like, oh, I really like this album. So it was good. That's what I mean. It wasn't that I'm not looking for pop or, or hip-hop. It's just nothing caught me. This is Do you, do you have like some, maybe a couple songs we can download? You know, some singles instead of having to go through a full album and looking for stuff, for, you know? I don't sure. have the time to do that myself. So you sure. know, I, I don't, I'm busier than The Rock. Sure. For bad omens, check out um which one is the one that got popular? It's I it's not like a vi- I think it's just pretend is the one that got popular. But just pretend or like a villain, death of peace of mind, those are all bangers from bad omens. Check it out. Uh motionless and white, masterpiece, great song. What am I trying to ghost <sighs> ghost? I couldn't even t- if I had to pick a ghost song for you to I mean, I love Spillways. That was the one I played for you on yeah. the show with the keyboards, and I love that shit. I just, I love a keyboard. You got a keyboard in a music song? So what's, what's funny is you played that song here, and then for whatever reason, I, I don't know whether because I had heard it now, I started noticing it, or whether it just got more popular after that. It started popping up in feeds where I would just see stuff about Ghost and Spillways. I love it. Because your computer's listening and knew you heard 10 seconds of that song and it said, Well, this guy likes ghosts now. Let's go. All but hands that's, on deck. I mean, we talk about that all the time with Instagram. Like, if you think about something, the next time you open Instagram, you have a sponsored ad for it. Our friend showed us the other day, right? We were talking something on the podcast and he showed us a, uh, an ad. I forget what it was. And I was just like, Damn, they just really listening to this podcast, bro. Number one podcast for the government spy. Yeah, fucking Joe sponsor us, bro. Like, like I, I know one of my buddies was he does like a vintage 
collectible and not not a necessarily a toy thing, but they go do like uh, Goodwill and flea market finds. They do a podcast about it, and they got fucking sponsored by Goodwill. Like, I don't <laughs> know, funny. like fucking they contacted we, all the shit we talk about, all the shit we put over. You don't fucking sponsor us. I want to put all the ads in this podcast to the point where it annoys fucking everybody. Thirty seconds of content, just all ads. I'm trying to get goddamn rich here. That's it. 2023 is the year that I annoy you with so many ads that you will unsubscribe to this podcast or or pay $2,000 a month to get it early and ad free. Whoa. That's the fucking deal you're giving off. Steel ski. It's a great price because I'm telling you, there's going to be a lot of ads. Get get a second job. Take out a home equity loan. Get in the car, Granny, because we're going speeding here. Oh, Did you uh, – how was your book reading this year? My book reading wasn't Almost terrible. non-existent. I read 31 books this year, but a lot of them were – like I didn't read a novel this year. I read – I read – Two novels, but they were from last year. So I didn't even mm. read like a, a nonfiction book. I usually get into some shit. I didn't even do that. And most of my stuff was like memoirs, shit like that, you know, oral histories. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed them, but nothing. There's no, you know, if I had to pick one, I guess that Mad Max Fury Road book I read yeah. was probably the best, you know, but I was very disappointed with my book reading. I normally set a goal a few years ago. We, you and I both do this thing on Goodreads, right? It's and yeah. it's an Amazon app uh, where you track the books you read, and you could be, yeah. you know, whoever you're friends with, you can see what they're reading or what they've read, or if you're maybe have a passing interest in a book, you could be like, oh, well, you know what, Gomez gave this four stars, so yeah, yeah I'll check it out, stuff like that. And they they have a thing where you set a goal every year, and I set it for like fifty books this year. I think I maybe read six. I got through a couple of the G.I. Joe comics that I was trying to catch up and read the old uh, Marvel run of the G.I. Joe comics that I kind of grew up with. Um, I'm kind of, you know, still on that. I still want to do that. It's just between this podcast, between having a real job, between having another podcast, between everything else I'm trying to get my fingers into, I really just don't have time to sit down and read. I bought this Bo Jackson biography recently. On a Black Friday, I haven't even been able to read one page, and I love Bo Jackson. Maybe it's time someone stop being a fathead and maybe listen to some audio books when they're in the car. Maybe, but that's listening to books. I like reading them. But you're still getting the information that's in. Yes, the book. I'm still consuming, but not in the way that I prefer. It doesn't matter. You're reading no books now. You see, yeah. you're the fool who's reading six books. And complaining, I wish I had more time to read. And I'm reading books. No, you're not going. This is good. I enjoy this. That you're not reading the books, though. This is the age-old argument. People to this day, they stop me on the streets and they say, Aren't you Joe from the Car Jomez podcast? I say, Absolutely. They say, I agree with you. Listening to books is not reading books, it's listening. And I said, You're goddamn right. I had some someone read me the book. What's wrong with that? You listened to it. That's fine. You consumed it, 
But I like the experience. That's all that matters. That's why this is such a silly thing. It's because at the end of the day, I could tell you everything in that book, but you can't because you didn't read it. But But I I like to tell you what's in that book. I like the solitude of the quietness, the peacefulness of just eyes and words and picturing it in my heart and my soul. I get it. I like picking up a book and, and flipping pages and smelling the pages. But I know that that's not really possible with my life to get an hour to emerge myself. You can't. But in the car, yes, you can. Walking around the neighborhood, yes, you can. I'm with telling Obama, you. Obama, yes, you can. Download that Bo Jackson book, bro. Listen to that Bo Jackson book. It will make you happy. Come on. Go to the library. No, they it's on the way to work. They cut off my I got I don't even know where the library is anymore. And I, I still had my library subscription, I guess, for the library in Tampa Bay. But I guess every couple of years you gotta go renew that. Now I don't live there. So now I, I don't even know where the local library is. I gotta Google it. Google it. This is important. You go there once, you get your card, and then you just do everything on the apps or whatever. I had to Google where uh, like what adults wear to a new I got invited to a New Year's party this year. And I don't know what kind of people are gonna be there. I can't assume it's gonna be a lot of people I know. So I went out, I was like, oh shit, like I don't know what to wear to this thing. So I went on Google, I said, What do adults wear to New Year's parties? Depends and, on the, the type. Well, it so I went out, I bought some slacks and a sweater vest and some fake glasses. That way I look smart. Yeah. Uh, it's so, like, you know, casual, but nice casual. Basically, I want to look like Russell Westbrook after a game. Oh, why do you want to look like a fucking loser, bro? Because that's apparently what's popular now. Oof, we don't want to look like that. Being a loser <laughs> is in. You <laughs> no, don't want that, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna go. This... I'm just gonna go to this place and sit on the bench. Is it like a house or like a place? No, it's at a house. It's uh like somebody in, invited me to their house. Okay, so then yeah, so it's like not too fancy. Just yeah, wear pants. Pants are good. Oh, a sweater vest only if you need to. I mean, you might be a little hot in that sweater vest. Maybe wear a nice T-shirt or something. I don't know. Hold on one second. Apparently, I got a package, but I was looking for this package before, and okay. now saying it was delivered. Oh, so check the package. Yeah, I don't want you to lose your package. Oh, that's a package. There's a package. <laughs> because who the fuck is delivering a package at almost 8 o'clock at night? Bro, let me tell you. Uh, that thing with Best Buy, how they like just got someone delivering your shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ordered Kelly in an AirPod, and it said like 11.30. Person picked it up. I didn't get that thing till 8.30. I'm like, yo, did someone just fucking take my shit? You he picked it up, and I guess did fourteen other like how many fucking packages did you pick up from Best Buy? But that before you we started, I went out because it said it was out for delivery today. So I, I'm like, oh, like I, I 
let me go check. And nothing was there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, so I just check now because I'm talking about it going, oh, I ordered this shit. And it says delivered. I'm like, delivered when? Stupid ass. So crazy. <clears throat> Another category we could go through real quick. Uh, how was your video games this year? I know you, you played a little more. I, I, I played, but see, my thing is I don't play the games everybody's playing, what's popular. I simply, of, I'm not looking to get anything out of video games anymore at this point in my life. A video game to me is simply to completely decompress from the world. I don't want to think. I just, I'll put on MLB The Show or I just bought NBA uh, 2K and I'll put on something like that where I just play as myself. I make my player and I don't think about anything. I just go there. I put up, you know, 35 points, 14 rebounds, and seven assists a game, Beautiful. maybe three blocks because now I've been Beautiful. getting all these points to level up that I'm fucking dominating. Defense. Yeah. Oh, I was just fucking, <laughs> I was just player of the month. The fucking owner loves me now. Love it. They're trying to trade me to Golden State. Now, how dare they? Why don't you want to go to Golden State? They're not good in the game. Well, I was I'm hometown magic drafted me. Oh, that is good. And but you know, but they the magic the, is good too. The fans turned on me. I'm best friends with Paolo Brancaro. Yeah, those new guys are fucking. He broke good his leg magic. though. So I gotta Oh be, no. I gotta be there to support him. Oh no. Nothing care. Oh no. <laughs> But I feel yeah. that way because I play a lot of video games, but most of the games I'm playing are kind of endless, kind of just like silly fun. Like whenever I try to play something like um, Star Wars, Fallen Jedi, whatever the fuck that game is, or like uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy game, like I get into it. But then it's just a lot going on and I'm not really trying to use my brain too much. Like I'm... I'll solve a puzzle, but I'm not going crazy. You yeah. know, I'm playing like shoot 'em up games where it's just like monsters are coming and just killing to see how long you could survive, shit like that. Like, give me a, a side scroller, beat 'em up type yes. of thing. That's fine. But like some of these games that are just look, and, and it's not me taking shots. It's just I do not have the mental capacity to play these, some of these games that are just so in depth, you know, like deep, heavily written storylines that you got to keep up with. And conquer all these missions, and you know, like there's a new, there's a new Call of Duty game, right? Oh, uh, every year. So like every, every like so many people are playing this, and I'm watching this, and I'm going like, you know, I watch one of my friends play it on Twitch, and just be like, I I'm getting tired and exhausted just watching them play this. Like it's just too much for me. I played a, a one of the games I played a lot this year was Lawnmower Simulator, where you just on a lawnmower and you're cutting grass. That's it. There's different places. There's like a mansion. There's like a farm. And you got to cut their grass. You can't mess up their flowers. You know, and then it's like you're building a landscaping business. Is essentially like the game. And you go into different spots, upgrade your machines. You know, when I was in high school, I had an idea to start a landscaping business. Ooh. I figured there was enough people that had lawn that wanted it cut. Of course. And I was going to call it Joe's Landscaping. But my motto, my motto is going to be, don't move your ass. Let me cut your grass. That's great. That's good. People love wit. Yes. And that's good. On the side of the van, on the van, 
that gets people. Oh, oh, that's good. Let me let me write down that number. You know, that's like good. you used to see the if you're ever out driving, you'd see the porta potty companies, and they always <laughs> say like we're number one at picking up number two. You know what? Yeah, I will buy my porta potty from you, pal. That's it. You gotta have a catchy tagline, maybe a good phone number so it's easy to remember. And a you winning know. smile. And a win you on the side of the truck, bro. With a thumbs up. I've got a Ooh. great smile. I always said my two best physical features are my smile and my nipples. <laughs> oh, vampire survivors. That would be my number one game. It's one of these games where you're just smash TV. It's like smash TV. I play a lot of games that are like Smash TV, where you enter a room and there's just a whole bunch of enemies and you're just trying to kill everyone. A lot of fun. Uh, this game is so popular, it was just released on uh, your app store. So you could play it on your phone right now. Vampire Survivors. Check it out. It's Ooh. a lot of fun. I've been playing... What's this stupid game I've been playing? So for years, I've always kept this game called Toon Blast on my phone. Ooh. And I've been playing that for, I don't know, yeah. it feels like five years at this point. I've played it sometimes, yeah. So recently, I picked up Royal Match, Ooh. which is basically the same game as same thing Blast, just with a different, different character. Yeah. yeah. This one's got a king instead of a fucking Instead rabbit. of a cat, exactly. <laughs> it's so silly. That's most of these fucking things. But yeah. But so I, see, I see the ads on like Instagram all the time for the game where... You start off with like five guys shooting at like a wall of bad guys, and then they hit the they go through one of the two portals that says either times two or divided yeah. by one. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, like th that game would give me anxiety. Like, which one? Which one? It's fun. I want to go through the the divided by ten door. Like, what do you? And, and when I watch the videos, these little clips that are there to promote the game that you can download for free, I'm going, what are you fucking stupid? Why would you walk through that they're, side? They're always going through the worst side. It's like, what are you doing, bro? One is times a million, and one is negative 400. <laughs> negative 400 it is. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. I play a lot of video games, think, because of Game Pass. The Xbox Game Pass lets me try a game. If I like it, I don't like it. You know, I've just been playing Lego Star Wars having a good time and now i'm kind of over it it's like i played it for a week i got the fun of it i'm done mm -hmm. thankfully i didn't have to spend 60 dollars on that fucking thing mm -hmm. xbox game pass god fucking bless the best <laughs> so, so that's the quick stuff let's get into some some heavy hitter categories here joe oh boy tv bro we watched a lot of tv don't we it's over the course of a year, you don't realize just how like how much was there. And the stuff at the beginning of the year seems like even longer ago. Of course, you forget Peacemaker. That was this year. Yeah. That's the first thing we watched this year, pretty much. That was the beginning of January. Not only that, but like um the after party was something like we talked yeah. about so long ago. And then as I'm Putting my list together, I was like, hey, I remember that show. Yes. There is a lot. That's why some of these best of lists come in handy. You go, oh, that's right. That was a thing that happened this year. Oh, shit. You have uh, some some favorites there that you want to mention, Joe? 
Um, here's a show I forgot all about, but I, I did watch it. It got kind of, uh, I, I don't know. I don't want to say cheesy at the end, but it kind of fell off from the immediate, um, must see factor that it had, but Pam and Tommy on Hulu was one yes. that we got into where, you know, we, we got to see the winter soldier talk to his dick. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that, huh? <laughs> nope. Uh, winning time. HBO oh, about the Lakers. Right. I didn't even write that. That's right. I forgot all about it. Oh my god. Oh wow. You know, there's some some disappointments on here, like a League of Their Own, the Amazon series was I never a disappointment it for because me. you weren't into it. And if you're not into it, what the fuck am I gonna do with it? Stranger Things 4, obviously a big deal Another this year. Thing. Disappointment yeah. for me. Didn't even bother. People swear that this was fucking great, and I, I don't see it. I, they just love their things. A lot of people also, you know, they have a hard time, and when things are bad, they'll never say their thing is bad. So yeah. I don't even know if Stranger Things was bad or not because these people will not tell you. Uh, Miss Marvel, one of my favorites this this year. I really okay. enjoyed Miss Marvel. What I didn't enjoy, Moon Knight. <laughs> no so thanks. Miss Marvel was great, but I say the back half of the season not as good as the first half. But kind of yeah, I, I agree with that. But it was a lot of fun. Those characters are fun. But I just, it's like, eh, gets too silly at the end. Uh, we had another season of Rick and Morty, which you and I watched the first six episodes. There's been, I think, another four released since then. I have not watched But for us, they this season, it didn't have the the oomph and pizzazz that last year's season had. Yeah, but like we, we said, were, it ended with them acting like, oh, let's we're going to shake things up now. Maybe it got good. I'll get there eventually. It's just, yeah, you know, we'll go back to it. I'm trying uh, to catch up. Netflix put out the Woodstock 99 documentary, Trainwreck. Oh, yes. That was so oh, wow. Yes, that was fun to see, except for the slander that my boys and Limp Biscuit took. That was unacceptable. We can't have that shit. Jerks. So there was a lot of She Hulk, obviously, Obi Wan, uh, Andor was a big show this year. Honestly, when you look at this, how much of this stuff will will live on? Or I I don't know. You know, and everything comes out. I I like that Disney Plus is doing their their weekly models with their shows because it gives it more of a time to kind of make its way into the fabric of conversations and for shows like this to talk about it instead of Okay, we watched all the Stranger Things, you know, and Stranger Things tried that too, where they they held off their last two episodes for yes, they did. You know, like a month after the fact to try to drum up interest. We got some cool moments there at the end. I know everybody loves that guy Eddie now because he played the Metallica song and chased off these bat demon things, and that's all well and good. Um, but a lot of these shows, like A League of Their Own, kind of just came and went. Are they, are they bringing that back? Have they announced? I don't even know. I said I don't think so. I know we're, we're getting another season of Winning Time. Yes. Um, Murderville on Netflix. You said there was just a new, like a holiday episode for. Yeah. Even that, that was, it was okay. It was okay. I watched a couple episodes. It was fine. I didn't yeah. love anything. It had moments where you laugh, but then it was like, okay. I think probably the show I enjoyed the most this year was because I never watched it before. So there was a lot of meat on the bone for me to catch up to because this year was season three, but the boys on Amazon. Yes, so I'm I got so to watch. Up. I got to watch three seasons of this. 
I had a lot of fun with this. Same thing uh, when we had the hurricane down here. I sat down and watched Righteous Gemstones from the beginning. That's on my list. Season two was great. Good shit. I, I enjoyed it a lot. This week I watched a movie that featured Judy Gemstone and it featured yes. uh, the the mom, Ellen Griswold, from the Vacation movies. They had the, the cop from Stranger Things, so it was action-packed, so... I mean, some yeah. My favorite is here. I really like the after party. I had a lot of fun with that. I don't think that's a show that can come back though. It kind of just a standalone. No, I think it was just a thing. Uh, but Peacemaker, I was way better than it had any right to be. Yes, it was. It was fantastic. The, the all boys the way through. Be, yeah, the boys will be my my favorite show of the year. However, mm. so I got some of that stuff. Peacemaker definitely. Up there, Righteous Gemstone, definitely. Uh, Harley Quinn, Season 3, HBO Max. You got to get on that. It's fantastic. Loved it. Uh, What We Do in the Shadows, Season 4. I love that show. Love me some vampires. So that show got recommended to me by a mutual friend of ours a while back. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily the type of show for me. I can see why people like it. I watched a few episodes. I, I didn't hate it or anything, but I'm like, eh, this just is not my kind of show. Nothing wrong with that. Andor was fantastic. Love it. My goodness. But if I had to pick one show, it'd probably be House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones. It was so happy. Really? To be back. I loved every second of it. I was happy to be back in that universe. I, the performances were outstanding the story is just a lot of good see i never got the feeling that you enjoyed it that much well i mean you don't watch it so i don't really bring it up i talk about it real fast and i say i like it but and and that's it but like you i I always felt like you were there you were in it you were gonna keep watching it but i never felt like it was something you were really i could do a podcast every week on it two hours talking about everything that happened in that show i love that show i love me wow what a yeah, dramatic man. turn of events. Yeah, but I don't bring it up because you don't watch it. You don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So I, I just go, Game of Thrones. It was good this week. That's it. I just talk on this podcast, whether <laughs> Gomez watches or not. You people are here for content. You're going to get it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah. And one last show I'll talk about, Severance on Apple TV. It's a show no one really watches because it's Apple TV. But it was very good, starring our boy Adam Scott. Good shit. Severance. Check it out. That'd probably be my under-the-radar pick that no one talks about because nobody's seen it. You know, the TV critics are talking about it. But regular folk, I try to recommend that one because I feel that's something good. Although, I know nobody got Apple TV. So I'm like, watch it. And they're like, yeah, sure. (laughs) What would be the thing you would sign up for Apple TV for? You know, like Amazon is the biggest streamer now. And like we said, you know, it's because they got that NFL Thursday night game or whatever. You know, what's the hook to sign up to Apple TV at this point? Ted Lasso, I guess. I don't know. But I wouldn't sign up for Ted Lasso. It's just a good show that's on. That's great. Don't get me wrong. I I enjoy Ted Lasso, but is it worth a subscription? I mean, maybe for two months, you spend $10 for two months, watch it, cancel it, you know, something like that. Right? Is that like... Right, because that's kind of what they has been the HBO model for years, right? I, I get Game of Thrones, yeah, 
and then I cancel. Like I'll just like I don't keep HBO the whole year. Now I do with HBO Max, but back in the day it was just cable. I didn't keep HBO like and, that. And speaking of streaming hooks, Gomez, I don't know if you saw this story, but after years and years and years of the NFL Sunday ticket being exclusive to DirecTV, it will be moving over to YouTube, a premium YouTube subscription that will include the NFL Sunday ticket. That is fucking huge because Insane. for years, the hook to getting DirecTV was Direct if TV you want gone. this NFL Sunday ticket package, you have to have DirecTV. And now you don't. And DirecTV is probably going to go the way gone. of the Buffalo right now. If DirecTV's in here, it's still around in three years, I'll be shocked. They will not last. No way in hell. There's no reason a fucking set. Get the fucking DirecTV. The only people who've had it were people who wanted football. Yeah. How many people you know had direct fucking TV? Get the fuck. Satellite. How many people you even know have satellite? Just the idea of. Having to put a satellite on your roof. Get the fuck out of here. Just give me that cable shit. There ain't nothing on it, there. In all honesty, it's once you get out of the city and you get into these more rural spaces, a lot of times it becomes the only you option. You need that. Sure. That's different. And it sucks. But you're in a fucking apartment trying to fucking figure out how to hang a fucking satellite. Like, that's a little silly. But I, like you said, I'm number one. I'm shocked that this happened. I can't imagine. I didn't see the number of how much YouTube paid for this, but it's got to be absolutely astronomical. It's pretty crazy though. YouTube. Hey, YouTube keeps trying to get this premium streaming stuff off the ground. They tried it with YouTube Red, and they were gonna remember they were the ones that started Cobra Kai. They were quick though to get rid of that shit. They were cool. they dropped that red shit real quick. There was they were like this ain't working. But they didn't really have anything. The, the Cobra Kai thing, listen, I liked it. I went and watched it, but I'm a special case. You know, like I'm I'm the guy that was built into that demographic. It took it being on a, a platform that was readily available for the show to catch on. Sure. The show was popular enough. <clears throat> the show was popular enough to, to get bought out, of course. But yeah, I mean, it had big, strong word of mouth, but... Who the fuck is watching? Especially like six, seven years ago. Yeah, it's not as easy to watch YouTube on your TV like it was then. You know, like it's. But, so, yeah. but people weren't paying for another streaming service just to watch Cobra Kai. Like even yeah. even me, I went and downloaded the first two seasons because I'm like I'm not paying for this fucking shit. But then it becomes. Oh, it's on my recently added to Netflix page? Oh, yeah, I'll check this out. I remember Karate Kid. There had to have been something else to that, right? They didn't just... They had other stuff, but nothing was even... Like, Cobra Kai was, like, the popular one and is the one that ended up breaking out. Nothing else ever really got any steam behind it or or was able to catch. I don't even remember what any of the other stuff was that they tried putting out there to justify this service. Yeah, I can't even tell you. That's um, there's probably one or two gems on there. You're like, oh wow, look at this show they tried to make. <laughs> Maybe, but my goodness, well, you know, TV, a lot of good TV this year, a lot of good shit. Probably even lots of stuff we're not even remembering because there's just so and much shit that case. comes and out. The thing too, you forget is you know if we mention ten shows. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a lot because it's 10 shows. But think about it. If there's 10 episodes of each show, 
has all of a sudden 100 episodes of TV, 100 hours of TV that you just watched. That's a, that's a lot invested, a lot of time invested, a lot of watching, a lot of thinking, you know, plot points, all that stuff that goes into that. So that's a lot of time spent, whereas you could watch a, a movie every day, kind of, you know, instead of 10 episodes, you could watch 10 movies. So your movie list will seem a lot more full. That's what I prefer. That's why I prefer a movie because I just watch one and that's it. I'm done. I don't have to go, oh, I gotta, this guy's still doing this thing? Get out of here. Two-hour commitment's a lot better than 10-hour commitment. And when it came to movies this year, Gomez, I think I set a record for myself. What? I love to hear this. What's by, you, what, what you got? By my count, I watched 33 new releases this year. Ooh. And I think that's a lot. And for, for me, it's a lot. It's not like I know you watch in the hundreds every year. But of course, but that's me. The 33 movies, I think, is for a, a normal, regular person that who you know, that's that's great. Yep, 100 percent Look at you. Not, not all of them are great. <laughs> not all of them are good. No, you can't. <laughs> there was definitely a black Adam on this list. <laughs> so I watched this year. Let me get my numbers here. I watched 121. New release movies. Wow. I watched 259 total for the year. Mm. And the, and but that probably... counts the Beastmaster and the Beastmaster 2. Yes, of course. Which is, which uh... is the Beastmaster we all know and love. <laughs> I, we brought it up. We were in, with the in-laws and uh, my wife brought up, oh, you know, he did a podcast about Beastmaster, Beastmaster 2. Instantly, the mother... Beat all oh, Beastmaster two so much better than the first one. That that's that's my they, movie. They're crazy. <laughs> they love that movie, bro. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm like, it's good, but it's I like it's, it's fine. Don't get me wrong. I'm highly entertained by Beastmaster yes. two, Portal Through oh, Time, but better than Beastmaster one. You are out of your mind. <laughs> oh, so funny, my goodness. Oh, how what uh. How many of those movies did you like there, Joe? You got like a top 10, a top five? How I got many a top movies? five. I, I probably got maybe like five or six that I were like, okay, these, these are the ones that I think stood out this year. Uh, I would say Vengeance, I thought was a really good movie. It was You could watch it now streaming on Peacock. It's with BJ Novak where he uh, gets kind of bamboozled into going to this small Texas town because a girl he dated one time that... Uh, she told her family they were a lot more serious than they really were because she was just trying to tell them she was dating someone. He gets bamboozled into going to this funeral when she when she dies, and it ends up he starts doing a podcast. He's a reporter about the murky circumstances surrounding her death. So I thought that was a really good movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Obviously, it's a, a new age kind of thing because it focuses on a reporter finding a case to do a podcast about. Podcast. So, and you also get a, a good Ashton Kutcher role, and you don't get a lot of Ashton Kutcher. So, Hell no. I didn't know he was still making stuff. Uh, also, I got number four. is a movie I just watched this week, Gomez. It's called Glass Onion. Ooh. A Knives Out story, a mystery. Oh, let's talk about Glass Onion. Glass Onion's in my top ten. It's probably around eight. Over there, how'd you like Glass Onion? I enjoyed it a lot. 
I enjoy that the cast of characters they presented to me. I think Daniel Craig is wonderful, and so I good. very much enjoy his accent as so good. Uh, what is it, Benoit Blanc? Benoit Blanc, yes. So he's he's <laughs> a regular old gumshoes here. Yes, he is still in your gimmick, bro. You know, these guys, everybody wants to solve mysteries. I've been at this game. I've been at this game. And now you Johnny come latelys, your Benoit come latelys want to just fucking step into my fucking grave. The body's not even cold on gumshoes yet. How do you feel it uh, stacks up against the first Knives Out? What do you uh, you think? I think I like it a little bit better than the first Knives Out. I enjoy the first Knives Out. I just feel like this story has a bit more flow to it. So, like, I think like, I like this one a little better, I think, but I still feel like it's missing something. Like, I really like it, but I don't love it. I don't know if it's maybe I want someone else for him to maybe bounce off of or something like that. You know, I don't I, know. I can see that. Uh, now, I will say with all these movies I watched it this year, there were a lot that were fine. Sure, there wasn't movies. a there wasn't a lot that I like really loved this year that I so, that I saw anyway. So I'm kind of in that same boat. I saw a lot of movies and like my top of my list, I love love, but the whole top ten are really good movies, great movies, but like I don't know. I didn't love like oh my god, I love this. I was just like, whoa, that was a really good movie. I like you know. So I had I had. I wrote down all the movies I watched this year. I went through it. I'm looking at maybe like six movies that I thought would make it. You know, I'm like, oh, this one. Yeah, this yeah, one. I should talk about this one. Yeah. You know, Elvis was a movie I liked, but I didn't love. I put it on my top 10 because it's something I thought about a lot and I talked about a lot. So, like, it had staying power. So, I, I put it in my top 10. But there's really only three movies that I watched this year that... I was like that when I went through this list, I was like, oh, now that's, you know what? I might watch that again. I remember loving this movie. And so I know those, two of them. I'm trying to think what that third one is. Well, what's, what, what are the two that you know? Well, I'm going to say one is Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun is my favorite movie of the year. Yes. Yeah. So I figured that. And then, of course, RRR. RRR is my one. number three movie of the year. So I figured those were the two. So what's this other movie I'm forgetting? Chip and Dale Rescue uh, Rangers. <laughs> that was fun, yes. <laughs> I loved that movie. And whether it's because I have a bias toward Andy Samberg uh, like, and the rest of the Lonely Island guys, whatever the case may be, they took that and fucking made it this stupendous fucking ode to all of nostalgia and pop culture and it was wonderful and i think i watched it that opening week when they first dropped it on disney plus i think i watched it three or four times i love it i love it <laughs> i told i not that i didn't forget about it i just forgot about it in the in this uh in this thing all right but I, yeah i know you really like that movie i liked it but that was just shit all right but rrr who can forget about Ooh, that what a picture my goodness one of the movies that made me love movies. Like, this is why I love movies. This is the shit right here. This is just what an experience, bro. And the highest downloaded episode ever of this podcast. Yes. We're going to talk about more Bollywood movies in 2023, baby. We almost became a Bollywood-only podcast <laughs> after that episode. And when I say, like, 
I mean, we don't need to get specifics, but like for you guys listening, I think you appreciate this stuff and you know, we're completely honest about it. That episode in the hundreds of more downloads than our yes. average episode. It was a lot more. It was like crazy. Mul- multiple hundreds. It's why we watch certain shit, babe. We got to get them hashtags in that shit, bro. <laughs> like, I, you know, like as someone who, like I talk about all the time, I play around with social media, different times, different things, different ways to post, different hashtags. I don't know what it was with RRR, but fucking all of India came out of the woodwork and all of a sudden started downloading the Car Jomez podcast. And it was... For that one week, I was like, holy shit, like we fucking broke through, baby girl. <laughs> and then next week back to normal. Again, next week was back to normal. <laughs> Didn't even get a little carryover. <laughs> no, we're just here with with the Jeffs and Joey Hudson and Sunil. <laughs> Thank you, though. <laughs> Mike Frias coming on board, Donnie Dead Boy, oh. you know, the, the six or seven people who actually wanted these eight by tens. Oh, God bless. We we appreciate it. <laughs> But for all you Indians out there who want to make a comeback, I'm sure there's going to be some Bollywood epic coming, you know, 2023. I got a few movies lined up, baby. We got some. But yeah, RRR, what a fucking movie. Like, if you haven't watched it yet, is it still on Netflix? I would assume it is. I believe it is, yes. Go check it out. It, It is long. Uh, but it's the quickest three hours in your life. Seriously. But it is... It is a spectacle of a movie. There's just, I mean, from there's just so outrageous. The story is a fucking tearjerker. Don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a good story. It's got all it, the emotions. But You're going to be happy, sad, it, angry. It, exactly. It hits you from all angles. It is a fucking major motion picture. Yes. And Top Gun, I mean, this Top Gun Maverick. I'll be the first to say no business, bro. No there, business. This is being a movie so good. that I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Like that we're gonna make a fucking another Top Gun 36 years after the fact. Who the fuck wants this? It turns out I do. Turns we out all wanted want it. We all wanted it. It was the number one movie of the year for Box weeks. By a lot, like yes. not even a little bit. Do you know? Let's look here. This movie made seven hundred and eighteen million dollars. Do you know what the number two? Yes, domestic. Do you know what number two is? Black Panther, Avatar. Black Panther is number two with four hundred and twenty-eight, bro. Jesus, almost three hundred million dollars more. It's crazy. What well, was that Insane. Memorial Day around that time? Where it just turned out like it must have been the word of mouth on Top Gun. Like, people went out that first week, were like, holy shit, like, this was a fucking great movie. And then it felt like it just caught some momentum immediately after that, whether it was word of mouth or good reviews. or That movie stayed on top of the box office for fucking weeks. And then it left and came back and was number one again. And was number weeks. one again. <laughs> it's insane. Oh, we, I just, I can't believe we've, we haven't seen anything like that probably since Avatar, right? Like no movie has had staying power like that for weeks and weeks and weeks. I mean, was, what was the comp, the competition? And we said there was no competition. There was was no competition. We're still in this weird spot with theatrical releases where we're not back from really the the COVID times yet, where we're getting our big releases and even the ones that do feel like big releases aren't necessarily 
big releases. Like the Marvel ones, I'm sorry. These Marvel movies that are coming out right now, this phase four, phase nine, whatever fucking phase we're up to, there's you're going to have to do a lot more than fucking Shang-Chi to make me feel like it's a big deal to go see a Marvel movie. Like, I'm excited to go see Ant-Man, don't get me wrong, but there's a big difference between Ant-Man and Iron Man. But, I mean, Ant-Man's, they're hoping that this is, but this is, Iron Man's gone, so they're like, well, here's the new, here's the new thing you're supposed to go and see. That's the new Guardians, right? That'll be like the big, the big movie next year, probably, is that new Guardians movie. Yeah, but like I said, there's a big difference between some of these characters, you know, like the Spider-Man movie that's going to be coming out. We just got the teaser for the animated Spider-Man, the Miles Morales Spider-Man. Yeah, that's going to be a big movie, I would think, because that's another movie that when it came out the last time wasn't something I was necessarily excited about. Walked out of the movie going, holy shit, that was fucking good. Yes, sir. One of the best superhero movies of all time, bro. It is just fantastic, that movie. You know, I'll tell you what wasn't one of the best superhero movies of all time. Let's remember Thor Love and Thunder. Oof. Let's not. It's <laughs> fucking horrible. Let's not remember that. You know, Black Adam, dog shit. Did you see Thor said uh, he wants to do more movies, but he would like a, a shift in... Uh, Oh, in now he tone. doesn't want to do funny, huh? Yeah, he said he would like a shift in tone. It's a little a little too much for him, apparently. Oh, yeah, because he <laughs> fucking got... I'm sure after Ragnarok, when everyone was sucking his dick, it was fine then. But now yes. you walk out of this movie and, oh, whoa, what do you mean cancer is not funny? <laughs> fucking Jane Foster dying right in front of us, a goddamn cancer? That's not hilarious? I don't know, Taika Waititi, is it? Is it, you fucking Mark? Keep putting yourself over, you fucking scumbag. Scumbag. A fucking, <laughs> fucking the rock man needs fucking 50 minutes in a one hour movie. Like you fucking kidding me? Could you could you have written yourself a bigger part, you fucking mark for yourself? <laughs> it's like fucking triple H booking fucking Thor. Ah, I'll just put myself over. Oh, I'm surprised Triple H hasn't been world champion yet. Now that he's got the book, who the fuck be the you first think is beating Roman? <laughs> Someone big, bro. It's got to be a big moment. I'll come out of retirement. <laughs> oh my god! Sonic the Hedgehog two came out this year. Did you watch that? I never watched it. I still haven't seen it yet. It's good. It just I, I don't think it's as good as the first one, but it's fine. It's enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, superhero movie we probably forgot about Amazon, Samaritan. Oh, of course I forgot about that. Why would I want to remember that shit? It was fine. I don't think it was that bad. It was better than Thor. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, absolutely. I I did laugh at Thor a few times. It just wasn't. No, Samaritan was bad. And I think if we go back, you you gave Samaritan a worse review than, than Thor. No, definitely not. Cause there was I said, nothing to Samaritan because it was boring. It was just all right, uh, but it was better than Thor. But I said going in, I thought Thor was going to be the one to let me down, and it certainly did. Uh, uh, do you have a, a pick for kind of a most underrated movie of the year? So a movie maybe you liked, but you feel like didn't get the love that it deserved. Oh, that's a hard one. I'm not really sure. Because I, I have a movie here. Let me hear your movie. Let me hear. And 
I enjoyed it. I, I not that I thought it was the greatest thing, but it it ended up being a huge flop at the box office. Might have killed anything more that they were going to expand this franchise in going forward. But Lightyear, the Pixar movie, the story of Buzz Lightyear, got absolutely no love this year. No love. Made no money. Came made and no went, money. Nothing. Toys were fucking horrible. The sales. Uh, and honestly, I, I thought the movie was pretty good. It was okay. I had a good time with list. it. We'll get to it soon. Let me see here. Let me my top ten here. I got Elvis. I got Accident Man, Hitman's Holiday. This is a uh, an action movie, a director to video action movie. Mm-hmm. Very good, good shit. Accident Man, good shit. Uh, Glass Onion, good. Okay. The Banshees of Inisherin. This is on HBO Max. It's starring Colin Farrell. It's just a good adult movie. It's about two friends. And one day, one of them says, I don't want to be your friend anymore. That's going to be us. Talk, and if you talk to me, I'm going to cut my fucking finger off. Don't fucking talk to me. I'm that serious. Do not fucking talk to me. And then the, you know, the movie escalates from there. It's very good. It's on HBO Max. Colin Farrell is fantastic. It's oh, good I'm, glad you, I'm glad you mentioned Colin Farrell because I happened to come across an article today. I forget where I read it. But people were talking about Colin Farrell having this monster year of great roles that he played. Not that he was the main character in any of them, like, but he was like the penguin in the Batman movie. And he's great. And man. and you like I had no idea this was fucking Colin Farrell. Yes, one. a lot of people did. The makeup was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But people saying, yo, Colin Farrell had a hell of a fucking year. Yeah. And he kind of flew under the radar for a lot. He did. There's another movie after Wang. I didn't see. It's a sci-fi movie, supposed to be very good. He's in it. Uh, let's see. Number seven, The Fablemans. This is the Steven Spielberg movie. He made a movie about his life. He made like an autobiographical movie about him oh. growing up and getting into movies. Excellent movie. Great. Fantastic. Really good. Uh, number five, Top Gun Maverick. Wonderful. Fantastic. Number four, Bones and All, Joe. Bones and All. This is a cannibal movie. Obviously. About about uh it's a love movie, it's a romance movie. It's about two oh, young people. Why wouldn't it be falling in love and also dealing with the fact that they're cannibals? Very good shit. Love it. Here, here's an underrated movie. You just brought it up a little bit, mentioned Colin Farrell. Number three for me is the Batman. I think people forget about this movie. I love this movie. Came out in March. It's long. I know you don't like it. It's still going. But I had a great time. I loved this version of the Batman, early years, learning his shit, being a detective. I loved it. And that's a movie I feel that people kind of have forgotten. It's kind of fallen in the wayside because it came out so early and other things have come out to to take its place there. Number two, everything, everywhere, all at once. This is another one of the movies. This is a movie you were high on immediately when you saw it. I still like it's on my list to get to. I have a copy of it. I just haven't been able to watch it yet. It's fantastic. This along with uh, my number one movie, RRR. These movies are reasons why I love movies. They're just experiences that when you're sitting there, you're just like, wow, this is RRR was just action packed, emotion packed, everything everywhere all at once. It's it's funny. It's heartwarming. 
it's it's a lot of fun. I think you'll get a kick out of it. It's about multiverses. And so it's uh, you know, it it plays on that. Everyone knows about multiverses nowadays, thanks to Marvel and DC yeah. and all this. So here's an adult movie saying, Hey, let's have some fun with this kind of time travel y multiverse thing. And uh, it's fantastic. I recommend it to everyone. Please see that movie. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. So like I said, those top two movies I absolutely love. The rest of the list I really like. I love some of it. But yeah, when I was done with most of these movies, I'm like, that was really good. Nothing where I'm like, woo, I got to run, get this DVD. I got to watch it 12 times. It wasn't like that. Solid year of movies. I mean, even when I look at my list and, you know, like the new Scream movie, obviously I was not a fan. Turning Red was great. Turning Red was a Pixar movie that did not connect for me at all. Nah, Morbius sorry. might be one of the fucking most horrible things I've ever had to experience. Gomez made me watch. I'm, I finally get to see my buddy in person. Let's hang out. And he makes me watch goddamn Morbius. <laughs> Listen, we did it for Venom and it was the best. I was hoping it would happen again. Sadly, Sony, you had one shot. That was it. <laughs> you know, and just going down the list, I'm like, you know, the couple documentaries in here, uh, HBO did a Harry Potter 20th anniversary return to Hogwarts. That was, that was uh, cute. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that. You know, nice to see I'm a Harry yeah. Potter guy. So, but I will say the Fantastic Beast movie that came out was not worth the fucking shit it was printed on. Fantastic Beast, get out of here. But uh, Disney Plus, Mickey, the story of a mouse. I want to see it, but I haven't got it. That is on my list. I'm like, oh, a Mickey documentary. Cool. Yes, I enjoyed that. But I don't count those you know they're documentaries they're movies yes but i I don't count it toward really i don't give it full marks toward being the movie of the year type of thing you know sure then there's there's some other things on here like violent night i watched this week yes let's uh, talk about the night real fast yeah a little a little bonus slaying and slaying yes let's hit the music even Welcome, boys and girls, to the five weeks of slaying. <laughs> yes, I meant to do this earlier when we were talking about Christmas, but we got sidetracked with 400 things. We did. But that. Uh, yes, so we decided, well, I, we, we decided, let's, let's give the fans a little treat, a little bonus slaying and slaying, because I watched this movie. Uh, the day uh, Christmas Eve Eve. And I said to my buddy Joe, I said, Joe, I think you got to check out this movie. It is the perfect combination of slaying and slaying. It's brutal action. And it's this really cute Christmassy movie at times. Now, to be fair, I've we've all heard about this movie for a while. It got good press sure. because it's starring yeah. Hopper from Stranger Things as Santa Claus. And it looks like some kind of, you know, slasher hack em up movie. So a bunch of people have been watching it. It's been out for about a about a month or so now. Yeah, it came out like came out around November, Thanksgiving time. Yeah. Um, I honestly, it's something I kind of thought Gomez would have shoehorned into slaying and slaying somewhere, and it just never came up. I thought about it, but I was wondering what to pair it with. Also, is this the slaying movie? Because it's not a horror movie. It's an action movie. I wouldn't call it a horror movie. There's some graphic violence, you know, really graphic violence, but it's not a horror movie. So that was, I was kind of 
Like, I don't know. Uh, so I just said, eh, maybe we'll just save it and we can watch it next year if, if you know, enough people talk about it or something like that, you know? But we said, why wait? Let's fucking watch it. And Gomez, I am glad we did. Because I, this is a movie that, like, I love the throwback 80s shoot 'em up action movies. And this is, was like, I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I, this movie's fucking awesome. It's Fantastic. got a bunch of people you know and love. The story is fun. It obviously doesn't take itself too seriously. No, it's not trying to be more than it is. John Leguizamo as the bad guy <laughs> is yes. just, he's, he's trying to play it so straight that like you know like but he's in on the joke of it all and yes the story of it all is an actual heartwarming little story yes, you get the action you get times. these good kills this little girl who is our main protagonist is fucking adorable yeah and you you find yourself oh like i i hope she fucking you know is able to get out of this fucking sticky situation here and then who comes to her rescue but the real goddamn Santa Claus? Fucking Santa Claus. Who bro. else would fucking save Christmas but fucking Santa Claus? My goodness. It's great. I wasn't expecting it to be so like Christmas. It's a Christmas movie that it just happens to have this, movie. this fucking graphic violence to it. But it's really sweet about Christmassy stuff. And uh I was I couldn't believe it. I think this is going to be like a, a new classic. This is something that's going to be played once people start watching it. This going to be it's going to become a thing. Yeah, the next I couple years. Once it really hits the, the streaming, so has it really yep. hit streaming yet? No, it's on VOD now. Okay, once it really goes up for streaming, I think this movie is going to take off and become hundred percent a instant replay value for a lot of people. This is something I could watch again. Every yes. year, in all honesty, everyone everyone wants to watch, you know, oh, Die Hard, the Christmas movie. Yeah, sure. Just watch this instead. This is an action well, movie did, did with fucking Santa Claus. Did you see the argument we had to have this year? It's not so much about Die Hard anymore. It's the wow. argument we had before Die Hard that now has come back around. Hey, what? is Batman Returns a Christmas movie? Yes, motherfucker. We saw yes. this years ago. We what did we this do? fucking years ago. Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. We moved on. We don't need to go back to it. Bro, if it involves Christmas, if Christmas plays a part in the movie, it's a fucking... What are we doing? I don't understand. Die Hard takes place at a fucking Christmas party. What is there to say? Not every Christmas movie is created the same because it's not like Miracle on 30... Stop it. It's so silly. Christmas, come on. Well, this oh. one, there is no argument. Violent no. Night is a Christmas movie. What a, a charming Santa that David Harbour plays. Like I said, we get appearances from the girl from Righteous Gemstones, the sister. Playing she's Judy. A, she's playing a Judy she's, character. She's playing the so character. Good. So uh, good. Come Beverly on, De, Beverly D'Angelo as the mother. And yes. the Judy's boyfriend, I don't even know if this is the right guy, but he looks like the, the vet that DJ dates in Fuller House. I've never seen like Fuller House, so I don't know, but he's in a lot of stuff. He's of that guy. He's in mad stuff. When you see him, be like, oh, I know that fucking guy. Yeah, I didn't know like the main dad in this movie or the or the little girl. Like, I'm sure that little no. girl's gonna be in a ton of shit right now. Sure. Um, because that's usually how it goes. You do one of these movies that people just start to like, and then you start booking fucking everything. Of course, that's right, you know, baby. Like the kid from Cobra Kai, uh Robbie. 
he was all of a sudden in designated survivor and then he was in fuller house and then he was in cobra kai and then he any movie that required a fucking mid-teenage kid with the fucking rider strong boy meets world haircut he was he was in everything all at once i love it <laughs> so violent night gomez let's hit some uh, end of year main man music Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you a man? Are you a man? Violent night, a little bonus slaying and slaying for you folks today. Where does this fall on your main man standard? Last one of the year. What do Last we got? Last one here? of the year. We're gonna talk about a banger. Look, this movie's a lot of fun. It's got a very nice story. Is it a, it is definitely a Christmas movie? Yeah, maybe it's not something you want to show to your kids who are who are no, young. No. It's very but wild, if you bro. if you got a teenage kid who wants to sit down and watch a fucking little adult content in there, this movie is going to be great for you and your children and your children's children depending on how old you are in the first place. So, I'm going to give this movie a fucking robust quadruple main man four stars. I just thought it was fun start to finish. 100%. I'm going to give it a three and a half. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. Uh, Yes, please don't show your children this just because there's a Santa Claus in it. The fucking... The Christmas tree star kill is so fucking violent yes, and just it's, it's like ridiculous. That will scar your children. Please do not show them this. But you, please put the kids to bed and watch this movie. I'm telling you, next year when this is on Netflix or Shutter or something, we're gonna all be watching it. We're all gonna be talking about yeah. it. Yeah. This is this is gonna be one of those movies that like we like we said, once it hits the streaming and is available for everyone, yeah. it's really gonna become a very popular thing. I, I believe that full fully. Can't wait. All right. What a what a fun year we had here, Joe. 2022. Yeah, and, and not even just in the pop culture stuff, but beyond that, I mean, I had some... What a fucking year for me. I won a tag team title long after I yeah, thought my, my wrestling career was done. I got to do a, a segment with Dolph Ziggler. Uh, awesome. Over, you know, over at... Uh, I believe it was live 12 over in Dallas this year for the major pod guys. And that was, yo, I went out there and fucking roasted that motherfucker before he kicked me in the face. <laughs> Stick you right in your fucking mouth and stole your fucking slippers. And, and then, but you know, like I gave him the rub because all of a sudden he was back on TV after that. <laughs> I love it. Look at you still putting people over, bro. Yeah, still getting people over to this day. And of course, I, the biggest thing for me, guys, listen, they turned me into a goddamn He-Man character. Amazing. There, there is nothing in my life that will ever surpass being named, uh, you know, having a character in the He-Man and Masters of the Universe universe named after me. There's nothing in my life that will ever beat that. I could have 11 children tomorrow. I will not care. Because everybody can have a kid. Who anybody can have a kid. Not everyone can have a character named after them. You know, Gomez has a kid. I only love her a certain amount. 
Although she's like my buddy now. I talk to her after every after every podcast we record. She comes on and, and chats going to me Disney up. together. You gotta be yeah. friends. Oh, and you know, like I, I'm gonna have to spoil this little girl because it'll be like the one time a year I see her. <laughs> Last yeah, time I was up there, she wouldn't tell me how a movie ended because someone got in her head and said they're not allowed to spoil movies. That's, and you gotta teach them young. <laughs> So this girl was yelling at me. We're watching Netflix at the at the table, having breakfast, having a little bagel action. And I was like, Can you just tell me what happens here? And she's like, No, I can't. You have to watch. And I was like, But damn, why so ferocious? Because <laughs> that's just all every day, bro. You want some breakfast? No, I don't. It's like, what the fuck are we doing, bro? <laughs> My goodness. Oh. <laughs> Guys, uh, a He-Man character. I, this year, I will say, is a lot of up and down for me personally. Uh, it's not going to be my favorite year, but it definitely had some of my favorite moments. And a lot of that is because of this podcast and because of the support we get from you guys listening. Uh, honestly, can't thank you enough for supporting our little project here and having it uh, grow uh, on, on week by week. Uh, not as much as when we did RRR. So if you have Indian friends that you want to send our way, please feel free. But uh, no, I really just appreciate it. It really warms the cackles of my black heart. We love it. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. We love doing this show. So we, uh, we like that you enjoy it too. Thank you. And we'll be back next week with, with Waco News. What the fuck happened? Season six of the Card Jomez podcast, folks. Woo! We're gonna watch anything? Three. Uh, I don't know. You want to? I mean, I could find something for us to watch. But I just uh, figured we're just gonna chill. Yeah, let's do that. Let's take a week. I'll tell you about my fucking top secret New Year's party I'm going to that I had to buy fake glasses for to look at smart for. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear all about it. Secret parties. I, I I don't know if originally I didn't think it was a real invitation. I thought it was more like a booking that someone wanted me to show up and like I don't know spray people with champagne out of my hose or something. Ooh, can you do that? Can we book you for that? I mean, why not? Mm, little Jello wrestling and maybe uh... I get like a like a proton pack or something full of champagne and just connect my hose and turn it on. Proton. This guy loves his Ghostbusters, folks. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I, I I used to think I did until I saw that fucking Afterlife, Afterlife. movie. <laughs> oh, they're supposedly making another one. I mean, of course, I haven't why heard they? much about it. But we'll see. Uh, thank you, guys. Oh, do we have a big finish lined up for today? I mean, we could. I mean, we talked a lot. We could do a big finish if you want. Ah, let's fucking big finish the year away. All right, here we go. Let's get the wheel up. It is now time for the big finish. (laughs) All right, Joe, here we go. Last big finish of 2022. Top three. Spin that wheel. Oh, yes. Favorite bands. Oh, I don't even got to look this up. That's good. This is this is easy. Here we go. 
Dylan, Dylan, <laughs> Dylan, 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 because I spit hot fire. <laughs> Let's see. We got Smashing Pumpkins. We got Fallout Boy. Boy. Blink-182. <sighs> Who would I put for that? I mean, three could be, it could be anyone. I go newer, older. Mm. I think if I go over the course of my life, like, Weezer has put out a bunch of bad music over the past decade plus at yeah. this point. They released but, one this week. Yeah, it's, it's not, not great. A new album. Um, I didn't listen yet. Um, but Weezer was a really big part of what I uh, what I was about for a long time. Rancid is up there for me. Is a big band for me. But Fall Out Boy, Blink One Eighty Two, and maybe just maybe like you forget because it was. They were like one of the first bands that I ever was really into when I was like finding my way in music, but probably Green Day. I could definitely see that for yes. When you say those three make sense for Joe, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'll go. Let's go. We'll go with Mudvayne. We'll put Mudvayne number three. Get some new metal kid up in there. But uh, whew, I could go on and on. Like I said, Guns N' Roses last week. That was one of my favorite bands growing up. You know? Oh, I mean, if we're just going to name bands, like, sure. Like, Taking Back Sunday was a big band for me. Andrew WK. I that love Andrew WK. Yes, He parties is. hard like Rick Boogs. You, that, that is a, is, is Andrew WK still with Kat Dennings? Remember when they were all over social media together? And it was yeah. the most, I have never rooted more for any celebrity couple in my life. These They're are married, two, I believe. Good for that. I hope they last forever. I wish nothing but the best for two of my favorite people in, in God's green earth. God bless you, Ked. <laughs> you, you fucking crazy kids. I just hope life is treating you well. You're going to uh, make it, you guys. <laughs> I would love to just go on tour, do, you know, like just hang out. Me, Rick Boogs, Andrew WK, and just, you know, sit around, shoot the shit with these guys. I think it'll be a great opportunity. Maybe 2023 brings that to the table. <laughs> Can't wait. It's a big year. We're gonna have a big year, Joe. I'm Paul Gomez. Do you do you have a, a New Year's resolution? Uh not really. Uh I don't know. Like I always say every year that I'm gonna stop peeing in the shower. That's a lie. And I six minutes into the new year, by the time I wake up and realize that I'm you know getting ready to go to work, I'm peeing in the shower and then I get peeing. out of the shower. It you just, just comes out that warm water. It just it, comes out. You're just, you're, like, just, you're just comfy. You're you know you're still wiping like, oh, the Sandman's the from your eyes, and all of a sudden you're just fucking peeing, and you're like, "Well, fucking one more year down the drain, along with Literally. all this pee." <laughs> and you know, so but I think if I have one thing that I would like to accomplish this year, it would be get this action figure signed by Rick Boogs. That's a great one. I think we can make that happen. I would assume he's got to live in Orlando. They mostly all do, don't they? <laughs> yeah. So I just have to find out where he lives, show up at his house, knock on the door, become best friends, take him to Denny's, maybe get a... Denny's used to have the fried mozzarella sandwich or a grill. It was like a... The grilled cheese. It was thing. a grilled cheese with mozzarella sticks stuffed inside. It was all it was. But, you know, I, I could... 
sway Rick Boogs with some fucking mozzarella sticks and grilled cheese, I think. He seems like if a guy human. who likes the good stuff. He is he human? Got, he's got two eyeballs and a heartbeat, as far as I can tell. Dang, he loves it. <laughs> so, me, I, 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 that's it. I want to meet Rick Boogs. Tell him he's great. I got to meet Hulk Hogan this year. Next year is Rick Boogs. Straight to the top. Higher can't, and higher. Can't beat it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. It's been a hell of a year. Appreciate you guys coming along for the ride. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever it is that you're listening to it. Follow us on all the social media at Card Jomez. Follow all of my hijinks at The Joe Shoes. The Gomez154 Instagram and Twitter. Also on Letterboxd if you want to see my, my movie list. I have a list there of movies. The Gomez154 on there. And we will be back next week, 2023, a year I never thought I'd see with my own two eyes. I still may not. I mean, it's still, you know, some few days, couple to days go. left, bro. So I should, I should not tempt fate here, but we will be back next week with an all new episode of some shit that we will make up on the fly because so much of what we do is based around that. But in the meantime, Gomez, that's a more cowboy. See you next week for season six. Peace. Peace.